0: to We're Gonna Make This Weird with Leah and Ellen T. I'm Leah. And I'm Ellen. And we're gonna make this weird. Yep. Um, Ellen, Mm -hmm. what's up?
1: Uh, Not much. Uh, It's been quite the roller coaster. Um, Went from feeling very sad for someone and then got into (laughs) interior design and... (laughs)
0: And by yes. that, mm-hmm. that she means that we took an hour to get into uh, our conversation before we decided we w- started, wanted to start recording, and this is the roller coaster I have taken her on.
1: Yes, and not, not uh, all was terrible. We found out that the Jackson County Fair, uh, for all the, those who live in Jackson or near Jackson, Jackson mm-hmm. County Fair will be happening this year, um, so... Fun. That's great. It did get canceled last year because of COVID. So um, you're welcome. Yeah. You might yeah use this your first.
0: This is an actual advertisement for the Jackson County Fair. Uh, which is a place that Ellen and I have very many very fond memories. Uh August 8th through 14th yeah. in Jackson County. Michigan. Michigan. Ellen, um, I feel like we haven't actually taken the opportunity to tell the listeners probably the most significant achievement of our lifetime. Um, I don't think I'll ever be able to top what happened to me at the Jackson County Fair um, ever. It was kind of like I peaked in, not middle school, right before middle school, the summer Mm -hmm. between sixth and seventh grade for me. Um, What would that have been, third and fourth for you? Uh, Yeah. And we uh what do you do you know what I'm referring to I know exactly what you're referring to yes yeah so uh Ellen and I and and some very other lucky tweens uh back in the year uh 2000 it would have been 2000 yeah yeah the year 2000 uh got to see Destiny's Child uh at the Jackson County Fairgrounds. Uh, they often have concerts and somehow they were pulling in actual like <laughs> famous acts like Destiny's Child. This was their "Writings on the wall, writing on the wall tour. Yes. Uh, so it's like, they were definitely like, everybody knew Say My Name and uh, you know, that the album uh, that that is on writing on the wall. Um, but, again anyway we I remember wearing a cool halter top that I got from American Eagle and going to that show and feeling like that was the coolest thing and I still feel like that was the coolest thing oh, because Beyonce everybody yeah for all, for all you zoomers out there who, who listen to this podcast you might not know but Beyonce was first in a group called Destiny's Child before mm-hmm. she was just her own uh Dynasty in and of
1: herself. Right. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that, like, looking back on it, I don't know when the Jackson County Fair stopped pulling in because we, I think, what it was like my freshman year, um, Sleeping at Last um, came and they were like the uh, opening, they were opener for Switchfoot, which is not like I don't think Switchfoot was bigger outside of like Christian rock communities. Um, <laughs> but it was a big deal for like me or like for us.
0: Listen, Twitchfoot had some music videos on MTV. Like they That's were true. definitely, you know, they had some
1: hits. So did Creed. Creed had music videos. <laughs> like, uh-huh. That doesn't mean. <laughs> then again, a lot of people do know Creed, so maybe you're right. Yeah. But but when did I wonder when like the Jackson County Fair stopped? Because uh, I, I think um, God, I'm trying. Oh, remember when they brought in Reba? Reba McIntyre came. Whoa,
0: yeah, a lot of was- a lot of country acts.
1: Uh, lot after a likes. while there yeah which is that's you don't the know, vibe it, mm-hmm. yeah it is a yeah. vibe I was gonna say for Michigan <laughs> being in the north for being a very northern state um very country very uh very uh I don't know how to I don't want to be mean so very country
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh I love country music not often contemporary country music but old school uh country music and unless we're talking about early taylor swift um or really casey musgraves um Mm -hmm. but all of that to say it was surprising uh given the talent that usually came through the jackson county fair that destiny's child in retrospect that i have no fucking idea how that happened and i'm also so glad
1: they were probably just booking wherever they could like i think like it didn't they were probably in detroit they'd probably gone to like Maybe Kalamazoo as well. Maybe Lansing. Somewhere they were they were definitely touring through the Midwest and like, yeah, why not go to a county fair? Like now it seems like a like a stain on them. Like that <laughs> yeah, they had to perform yeah. at a county fair uh, in Jackson, Michigan, of all places. But lucky for us,
0: so yeah, you were you were too good for that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I always I think the first time I like made that connection as an uh, adult. Uh, fan of Beyonce and was like oh my gosh Beyonce like probably pooped like a mile away, away from my house <laughs> because <laughs> um because she came and toured mm-hmm. uh and the fairgrounds are very close to our
1: where we grew up yeah we could walk there not that we did
0: Sometimes we time, didn't one time we did uh one time we took the bus that's rather true than one time we did take the car <laughs> so to save on parking so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we digress. We just wanted folks to know we're pumped. You should get pumped. Come to Jackson, Michigan, wherever you are. If you're vaccinated and feeling like you're ready to to spread your wings and fly post covid and not that we'll be post covid at that point. But, you know, safer than it has been for a long time. Uh, yeah. Come on down. Mm -hmm.
1: we're actually the official people running the jackson county fair (laughs) so we're pushing it so hard (laughs) we're their sponsors we're sponsoring
0: it It, it we're sponsoring it or they're sponsoring our podcast (laughs) uh it could be both (laughs) yeah uh we're on the board both of us (laughs) we've been invited to be on the board of the jackson county fair uh which is actually how we got toby keith ellen and i are actually pretty tight uh And have a lot of connections in the country western music scene and that's how we were able to snag Toby Keith this year so
1: yeah you're welcome everyone
0: yeah (laughs) oh I'm so glad this has absolutely nothing to do with the content of today's episode I Um, I was gonna
1: say can't wait to take this hard left away from the jackson <laughs> county
0: how fair are we, how are we gonna bring this all the <laughs> together well, you know, uh, we're not uh, jackson
1: <laughs> i was gonna say like maybe the jackson county fair is haunted by the animals who <laughs> once were shown there during 4-h yeah
0: or the horse the like the horses that raced there
2: mm-hmm.
1: it could yeah. be i would if i had to guess what jackson county was probably haunted by beyond like dead, the yeah dead <laughs> yeah. horses Dead horses for sure okay. um, which brings us right into our topic you're welcome everybody enjoy that um,
0: not clunky at all super nope. smooth transition
1: um yeah but at our topic today which you may have noticed from the title which might which is why you might be confused about why we started talking <laughs> about the jackson county fair and we decided to dunk on our listeners by telling like saying how cool she was um uh is uh the paranormal so we're actually going to do it's kind of it kind of makes sense since we did i I mean um i guess to an extent it makes sense that we did it after our catholic school series even though again there's not much to do like i said it's not not so much like the witches and um like you know christians not liking you know Harry Potter or anything—it has nothing to do with that. It's more to do with the fact that, like, obviously Christians and Catholics believe in the afterlife, but yeah. to the extent that Catholics, well, any religious folk believe in in the afterlife, uh, is up for debate. And so that's kind of what I wanted to explore. It's something I'm very—I wouldn't say passionate about. It's—I um, don't. Uh, I'm not like every day like going out there and watching like ghost hunters. I do love the shows. Um, are you because sure if- though? Listen, not- I really
0: imagine that you're always
1: watching Unsolved Mystery reruns. Like, that's how you oh, wake up in the morning. God. Yeah, that's how I start my day uh, with Robert Stack uh, telling me about an Unsolved Mystery. Um, it's not, I do love Buzzfeed Unsolved, The Supernatural, and The True Crime, um, but only because it's funny. Like, I think all of ghost uh, hunting shows are very funny. Um, and just how, just by how um, ridiculous they are. Like when they react to something it's like oh my god did you did you hear that it's like we're in an abandoned asylum like there's fuck what could i have heard there's so much going on (laughs) and then like also not only that but they're like playing creepy music over it so it's just like what would i have heard (laughs) so it's just like okay um but i love it because it's entertaining
0: did you hear that did you hear that synth that they're about to
1: flip over (laughs) us walking (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's just like, anyway, so I, it's more of an entertainment value for me than anything else. Um, but it's not something I think Leah and I have ever really uh, talked about. Even though I've been interested in true crime, I've been interested in that entire world of the paranormal or like, um, like aliens and uh, cryptids, stuff like that. I don't think it's something we've actually discussed. So uh, I invite you listeners to join us on this journey as we discover where Leah falls on the skeptic versus believer spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I would also say probably the reason I brought up the Catholic school series is that like our Catholicism, our backgrounds as Catholics will probably inform a lot of that or it does did certainly for me for a while. Um, but yeah, so I guess the first question to ask Leah is, mm-hmm. Do you believe in ghosts? Do I
0: believe in ghosts?
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of. Really? What? Oh, yeah. fuck. Okay. <laughs> I was not expecting that?
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. I want to tell you where I fall and then I want you to tell me what you think. You okay. like what, what you came in believing, I would say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I definitely, I, I think I oscillate some I think to live my normal life I have to generally be like no probably not there's not like ghosts hanging out places that I'm in regularly or I'm not like super tuning in like attuning to that because then I would just be creeped out because I think I still have negative associations with ghosts the paranormal like to me it's like a sixth sense creepy vibe that I get rather than like a, um, oh, you know, a spirit that is, you know, could just be boring and eating Fritos in the corner. Like like a, a, do. a boring ghost. I don't think, I think of them as sinister often. Mm. Um, really, you know, that unfinished business piece. Um, but there are times like when Lynn and I went camping on Manitou Island, like four years ago, um, and it, the it, it, people used to live on that island, but not anymore. And there's some like abandoned, or like yeah, abandoned buildings that are still there, but folks don't inhabit. Um, and it definitely was creepy. And there were definitely like some of the nights that we were on the island, uh, I was just like, oh my gosh. And, like the next morning, I'd wake up and I'm like, did you feel something last night? And Lid was like, oh yeah. You haven't been camping in a while, have you? It's like, yeah, ghosts, sir. Are... Yeah, I was expecting ghosts. Mm. <laughs> they, they were, they were, and I was like, right, <laughs> so like so. Lid, like a hundred percent believes in ghosts, and I was like, I'm not sure, but I was also creeped out. So I'm holding open the door. but yes, it's possible, but then also I could probably logic my way out of it too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, and what so- were you
1: thinking? Well, I so I really thought, and the reason I didn't want when I've been told I told you what this the topic of this podcast was going to be. This episode was going to be uh, like a week ago, and I was like, "Don't tell me!" Like, and because I thought you were just going to like flat out say no, and that would be it. <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently not, uh, and I don't know why we haven't talked about this sooner. Um, but I, it's interesting.
0: But like, hmm? I just feel like, how could I be as like spiritual christiany as i have been in my life without believing i mean i believed in some like really like wacky shit so like ghosts aren't that far
1: away from that i mean i guess it's also just like what to you is a ghost like who Mm -hmm. who who inhabits like this spiritual like world and why and why are they because i think for me even if I were to believe in like a, in, in heaven um, or like an afterlife or something, um, I don't know why they would stay on earth and like why no. they would only inhabit like the spaces. Cause some, I don't know, there's a lot of, we can get into it, but there's just a lot of different like places a ghost can inhabit. And also like, why isn't, uh, yeah, we can get into it, but that's what I mean. So what do you, I guess, what do you define as ghost? you said you kind of mentioned it but
0: yeah i think a generally like i i do believe that there are like yeah that we have something that resembles like a soul spirit that is part of our bodies but also lives on or like transitions elsewhere as like uh energy after we die um so like when our bodies are no longer functioning so in that case i think whatever that spirit soul thing is whatever energy that exists um that to me is what like is a very vague definition for me of what a ghost would be okay. that spirit living outside of a body uh and coming in and that energy coming into contact with i mean it's an interesting like oh does a goat, like does a tree fall in, does it yeah a fallen tree make a sound what is the
1: phrase if a tree falls in the forest does it make a sound
0: yeah so i'm like do ghosts exist if there aren't like living human bodies to or like other animals to interact with it
1: mm-hmm. interesting what's
0: your definition
1: um i guess i i mean i kind of think of it the same way although having danny as my partner and like kind of just talking it through a lot it's just it doesn't i want that to be true because i i'm not particularly religious um i'm more i guess i'm like i'm pretty agnostic like yes mm-hmm. I, I will also leave the door open for our possibilities because i can't know um but i and so I, i'm hoping like whatever energy that i inhabit or that inhabits this body does get transferred somewhere else like maybe there's like a dimension that we or a plane we don't know about that we go on existing in but I don't know and I don't think so um like I would like to because I don't want this to be it um and I have existential crises like uh, like monthly we'll have an existential crisis about that and uh um so yeah I, I hope that that's not the that that's the case but I don't know necessarily believe it and in terms of like those I well I don't believe in ghosts because I there's no ev- there's no evidence
0: oh all the obsession with the paranormal paranormal
1: and then to not believe in it it because I, like I said before it's just entertainment to me it's just kind of like oh it's you know it's wouldn't it be cool like but it's also there's so much in like the paranormal community that doesn't add up like why is it that it's always like you could be anywhere in the world and it's going to be someone who's like from the victorian era or like the 1700s who can speak perfect english and it's just like we're in portugal why are they speaking like and this fort is like from the 1400s why are they speaking english it's just like, right it's that kind of like you can eat i can easily just be like okay well that logically does not make sense um right but you know like i and also I don't know, I'm of the mind that like, if it was, if they were real, if we could capture that energy and see it, then maybe. But at this point with the technology we have, I just don't know why we wouldn't like, why are we still using all these bullshit technologies to to find ghosts? Like it's a paranormal community I have a problem with. Like maybe on itself, on its on its face, I don't know. Like I don't believe in ghosts, but like I could, maybe like think about it for a little while and convince myself but as it stands probably not
0: so you don't feel like you've encountered a energy spirit in your lifetime that you've that you would you you
1: don't feel like you've had
0: a ghost encounter
1: no I don't think I ever have I feel like or if I've had a scary experience I certainly didn't attribute it to ghosts I attributed it to like a, um, like, you know, the book, The Gift of Fear, kind of Mm -hmm. like that, like sense that something's wrong um, and not, I think that's where a lot of things like ghosts come in. I think I'm less, more and more in life, I'm like less concerned
0: about whether or not I believe in that kind of like a spiritual realm or like, yeah, an afterlife or yeah, ghosts, all of this. And I think I'm more just like really interested. I mean, you—we've talked so much about like folklore in like our history sections so the last two um, episodes. And I, have you, have you listened to the podcast lore? Um, no, I,
1: I couldn't really stand the narrator, narrator's voice.
0: <laughs> okay, I kind of like this voice, uh, but anyway, just thinking about like for how. I just I love the 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 like vibe and feeling of folklore and mm. feeling connected to yeah humans across time and the way that like yeah the paranormal is such like a consistent thing and stories of you know these extra terrestrial or extra human um, beings cryptids that, that just yeah I think that just is fascinating to me and really interesting. And that's more of just like a, oh, I, I feel there's like a, a connectedness um, that crosses temporal boundaries that I really enjoy about it.
1: That's so interesting. Cause that's just how I approach history itself. Like, I think I just mm. don't, I don't, I mean, I, um, I do love something I do love to imagine is like standing especially when I lived in Philly was just like standing in a space that i knew once was like something completely different like old city like standing in old city even before like Penn came through and like colonized it and just knowing like there's a there's a road that goes through philadelphia that's got a really weird well it seems seemingly it's very weird because it doesn't it's not you know philadelphia is built on a grid um it's like a lot of squares but there's a there are a couple roads that go very weirdly through it and um those are very old uh, uh, indigenous peoples like trails. And I'm like, I love standing there and trying to imagine what it would have looked like and who would have been coming through here. Kind of like the same with the Wissahickon. Um, There's a lot of like, it's beautiful. I mean, it's not what it looked like back then but I can at least try to like picture it. And I try to picture, what is it called? The boreal forest? like it's a it's a type of like true it's like a type of forest that hasn't been touched like hasn't been cut down or if it did was cut down a very long time ago
0: right
1: I don't know the name oh those are uh yeah I forget what they're called I always forget what they're called but they're very beautiful and they like they're so old um I think the black forest in Germany is one of them um I would just love to stand in that because those are like some of the few untouched spaces in the world but but for me, history does that. I don't think, I don't need, like, I, and I don't discount that, like, there are cultures, there are plenty of, like, religious practices, like, I don't discount their beliefs or anything like that, but for me, personally, it just doesn't do it for me, so I think I'm good, (laughs) but.
0: (laughs) Right, right, it seems like you're, you're, it's more accessible to you through a historical relationship to a place rather than a spiritual relationship to it
1: exactly I mean I think that's you and I like that kind of if you wanted to drive down to like the differences between Leah and I that would be it like you connect yeah. to things spiritually I connect to things like I don't know maybe historically but also I don't want to say logically that seems like a dunk
2: <laughs>
0: on you. Then, it does until you think about like logic as this like western patriarchal like uh white Please construct Please and don't. then yeah I will and then I'm to- like, I don't feel super done, up. Is all I'm saying.
1: Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> what I, well, then whatever fucking word you want to use, that's not. But yes, I think you and I like. I think if we were both to stand in a space together, I think I think it's like um. What would be really interesting is you and I stood in a very old sacred space. Mm. What what the first things we thought about were because for you it might be like how you're connected to like all the people who worshiped there and like what it, that you know like the connection to god and for me it would probably be the architecture and like oh i wonder who came through here what populations came through what what history happened here and i think that's the that's where we will dif- we differ on a lot of things right which is for fine sure. but
0: yeah i mean i think they're both very cool orientations that offer different um yeah perspectives on the same thing mm-hmm. so yeah i i think we can we can find value in in those differences and then i learned a lot of cool things because you're you're interested
1: in those things i'm like oh yeah
0: i wouldn't have necessarily like gone digging for that information but i'm glad that i know more about it now
1: mm-hmm. yeah and i and i can appreciate like feeling grounded by your your feelings of like feeling connected to a space like kind of like how it was with the um loretto you know Uh like i got to experience both as like a historical space and as a space that brought you like comfort and connected feeling of connectedness so i appreciate that a lot um it's something i I guess it's something we don't often get to do anymore because our visits are very truncated but maybe the next time we see each other i would love to just like go explore let's just go to let's go to a cemetery
0: Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to meet up in, like, some old European city and, like, oh, really maybe that, <laughs> get
1: into it? yeah. Oh, that'd be, we can go, let's go yeah. to, uh, let's go to Prague. Let's, uh, up, yeah. let's become the most yeah. annoying people on earth. <laughs> go oh, to wow,
0: Prague. yeah. Okay. Praha. Um, I, is that how you pronounce it? I don't in know,
2: Czech.
0: is it? Oh, oh Um, and I was going to say Poland, because then I feel like, i would yeah be very interested in like the yeah the cultural spiritual connections to the space and then you
1: could tell us about uh yeah our ancestors i would, I would love to do that well since i've been taking this class i would 100 percent just it's, i'm taking so listeners i'm taking a class on uh jewish culture in post-communist poland and uh more than just like i am a jewish studies i'm becoming a a american jewish historian so more than that um it's also a place for me to get down to like our roots like it's uh-huh. and it's also made me think more about like how i desire to be like to identify as a polish person or polish american person so um yeah i would 100 percent love to do that we should okay oh, never mind let's not let's, let's just meet in poland
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right cool uh Great. Let's just guess which city we should fly into, and then see if we picked the same one.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be smart. Well, <laughs> maybe I can, I can think. Of, I immediately thought of the place that I would go to, but
0: yeah, okay. Let's say it on three. Okay. One, two, three. Krakow.
1: <laughs> Although I would love to go to Krakow. I've never heard of Woodge before. So it's spelled. It looks like L O D Z. Okay. Yeah, you've probably seen it. Um, people have been talking a lot about Łódź in this class. Although I would love to go to Kraków, uh, Keszmiarz, which is like a medieval Jewish uh, community that's still a neighborhood that still exists. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, there a lot of cool places. Yeah, is it not? It's not in Kraków. Oh, it's not. I don't think so. Oh, God. my yeah. geography is so bad
0: all right should we get back to paranormal shit
1: yes although i did appreciate that little side um i Do we want heard? to
0: take a? well i was gonna say do we want to take a break and then come back oh yeah when are we yeah all right all right we'll enjoy this little interlude uh and we'll see you back in a minute
3: Tonight on Untold Mysteries, May 15th, 1969, a farmer in Roswell, New Mexico finds strange metal debris in his field. Was it a UFO? Or, as the government claims, was it just a weather balloon? June 19th, 1969, Las Vegas, Nevada, America's playground. Another UFO spotted in the sky by over 10,000 people. The government declares that it too is a weather balloon. Questions remain. What exactly is a weather balloon? Where do weather balloons come from? November 69th, 1869 Toledo, Ohio America's urinal Someone sees a weather balloon Is a weather balloon a kind of balloon that can control the weather? Is it what makes the sun go bye-bye in the nighttime and water fall from the sky? February 5th, 6969 Snake Dick, Georgia A man robs a bank disguised as a weather balloon His true identity and whereabouts are unknown Perhaps it is the weather which makes the balloons much as how birdies lay eggs 6969 America the Midwest, is it legal to eat a weather balloon? Can it be eaten raw, or should it be cooked first to reduce the risk of foodborne illness? Today, 6.69 AM, a radio announcer cooks and eats a weather balloon. Now his tum-tum hurts real bad. When could he expect to be able to gain control of the weather? And how much blood is too much blood to find in his doo-doo? Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs, what is the number for a wee-woo ambulance? All these and more on tonight's episode of Untold Mysteries.
1: we're back and i've just learned some very (laughs) distressing (laughs) news from um which uh we'll get to don't worry but i actually wanted to because there's actually two parts of this that i I find go together which is i'm still interested so the paranormal and then there's the other half of it which is um uh aliens and ufos and then cryptids and stuff like that so before we get into that um I just have two more questions for you, Leah, pertaining to paranormal stuff. So one is, uh, as a good Catholic girl, did you ever play with a Ouija board?
0: Oh, right, 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 right. I'm pretty sure I never did. I wish I had. Um, I definitely remember homilies from Father Kyle um about Ouija boards and how they were dangerous and you shouldn't use them Mm -hmm. um and I would I would love to go back and interview these priests. like what what did you talk what were you thinking like why was the Ouija board so threatening to you that you had to like talk about it during a homily at church um but no I think I
1: was too freaked out
0: to do it Mm -hmm. okay so so I haven't since
1: Gotcha. And would you ever, did you ever try to hold a seance? Um,
0: Absolutely fucking not. I told you that like I try to live as if I don't believe in ghosts because I actually believe in them and I'm afraid. I <laughs> so I would, I think just the seance scene from now and then uh, mm-hmm. freaked me out. Like that's as much of like a horror movie that I could do. Like that, oh, wow. that was scary enough to me. <laughs> so no, I did not hold my own seance.
1: I see okay so I guess there there's a little bit of a difference I am so Ouija boards would also those more have to do with like demons so that's kind of oh. like so do you believe in like since it's huge in the Catholic Church do you believe in exorcisms like do you believe that they're exercising demons
0: no no okay. I don't think so I think that I mean I've heard some like very convincing stories from priests back in the day that I, again, would love to go back and be like, do you still believe that? Because like, I remember stories of you talking about going to do an exorcism or going to an exorcism. There's only a few actual veritable exorcists in the country. So it's not like any priest can go do an exorcism. But I remember Father I, I, I don't know what <laughs> Father Flower. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Father Flower talking about going to an exorcism once and all of the mirrors in the house like breaking at the same time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I just want to know, like, what really happened, dude? Um, all that to say, no, I think they're. I think people have mental health crisis, like mental health crises, and mm-hmm. then they think that that's demons and. It makes sense that we don't know how to, like, historically, it, that makes sense to be like, oh, that person's got a demon inside them because they're really struggling right now. But clearly, it's probably like, you know, intense, severe mental illness.
1: Right. Okay. So, so you draw the line. So, ghosts are real, demons and like the whole that shtick, not so much.
0: No, again, because I think of ghosts as like, yeah, I think there's energy that we pass on that like remains and transitions beyond our like physical bodies and to me that i'm like oh i have a body and i experienced that and i've known people that have bodies and that have died and like i think of them like like yeah i feel like i've experienced their energy beyond their physical bodies
1: but demons no do you also do you have have you heard the term numinous before uh, so to have a numinous experience is to like experience holiness, like to an ex- extent. Um, it's kind of, so I took a sociology of religion class um, and it's, it was, so a philosopher in the early 20th century, Rudolf Otto came up with the word, this like term. So Newman is Latin meaning like arousing Religious emotion, or like something mysterious, and a numinous numinous experience, is like having a religious experience. Like you uh-huh. feel the presence of like the divine. Yeah. So do you do you feel like you've had a, like a numinous experience? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not definitely not the answers I was gonna. It was like <laughs> expecting coming in today. Um, oh, yeah. And, and I mean.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, I feel like they 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 felt like that at the time. I wonder what they would feel like today. and but I do think that, yeah i I think of God in like a very expansive way, but I do think there is some sort of like divine energy that like inhabits us and like it lives in people, lives in be in animals, in plants, in beings, uh, anything living in the world and mm-hmm that to me is like divinity and I feel like I have encountered moments I feel like I am yeah experiencing that that divineness interesting which hmm. is different than just like feeling happy or joyful on my own right for sure
1: well interesting that's yeah um hmm. well this is not the episode to explore that but I was curious <laughs> yeah because like you know
0: Mm -hmm. yeah but i i mean again it's because like that how that feels yeah good to me and i think you know if somebody was like oh actually here are like the chemicals that are here like here's why like your body might make you feel that way Mm -hmm. that may be true and like maybe it's yeah i just feel like it's it enhances my life to think of it in this kind of like larger spiritual context Mm
1: -hmm. that's fair okay well, um, to really then to so, so you believe in ghosts,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but what you told me when we were on the break was what? Uh, they don't believe in aliens. So, what the fuck <laughs> is my first question? My second question is how dare you? And- <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> so can we? I guess so. I'm hopefully I'm I've scandalized. I do hmm? Also, not believe in weather balloons
0: because I don't know what they
1: are. Nice. Well, no one does. No one actually <laughs> knows what weather balloons are. Um, I'm. I hope I. I hope you, we've scandalized half our listeners. Um, what do you mean by alien? Can you? What do you? What do you mean?
0: I mean okay I don't think that here's what I don't believe in I don't believe that people beings on earth have encountered beings like physical beings not from earth
1: okay that's what I mean okay but those are UFO those are like alien encounters aliens are or anything that are not terrestrial so do you believe in aliens like is there other life outside of our planet yeah I do yeah sure I believe that that is true okay because when you said you didn't I was like you you don't believe in any intelligent life in our expansive universe like there's nothing no there's
0: there's no way that I could say that like yeah like that's very possible yeah it makes sense just statistically speaking that extraterrestrial beings exist what I don't believe is that we have uh that humans had encountered them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, don't bring statistics into this conversation. Um, <laughs> 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 How dare you invoke science here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but okay, I just wanted to clarify because I, I I also agree, like it's the, although I think it's a little outdated, the Fermi paradox, the paradox is that it's already happened or it's not going to happen. I forget. I'm sorry, listeners. It's also a kind of an outdated <laughs> paradox. So I'm, I'm not full up on it. Danny's going to kill me when he hears this part. Um, yeah. I would love somebody who knows what they're talking about to come
2: explain. It to wow.
1: Dick, it's not that hard. The Fermi par- paradox is not that hard. It's just essentially like there's a lack of evidence that they have come. And there's also the deal with like probability like why haven't they visited yet is kind of a question and then that paradox tries to answer. it's a hence the paradox like it's trying to hold these two you know these two truths um, right. together but anyway so um,
0: i mean they might have come here like a million years ago mm-hmm. like more than that like <laughs> a couple million years ago and they were like oh no nah, it's cool i'm not interested and then they left
1: yeah, like it's totally possible. It's just like, you know, did they leave any evidence? Not that we've seen, but what what would constitute its evidence too, is my right. question. But that's also entering territory that I'm not familiar with. Like, I'm not a scientist, um, but you, so, okay. So, okay. I also agree that I don't, yeah, there's been no, anyone who's said they've encountered aliens has definitely not encountered aliens. Um, well, so I guess the next question is what about cryptids?
0: um mm, i mean a thousand percent no no okay yeah um even though I, again I, I love i love the lore i was gonna and say and i feel like does, like have you heard of the snally i
1: think so, very
0: yeah i think so it's uh a i think what you would define as a cryptid that is um the lore of the region that my partner lit is from so in ah this area of Maryland, maybe West Virginia, Virginia, there was this kind of, I imagine it as, like, a dragon kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's a lot of folklore about the Um mm-hmm. Anyway, no, I don't believe in those things,
1: but I do think it's cool that those stories exist. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, like, I love the idea of, like, Bigfoot, like, there's just, like, no evidence, obviously, for it, and, like, Yes, there are vast wilderness that we haven't, like, gone through, and, like, we can't look at everything, but at this point, yeah.
0: But I don't actually, under- I don't know more than Bigfoot, except that, like, yeah, people have said that they've seen him, but I'm confused. It's one creature no, that is really big? No, it's a
1: species. It's a species.
2: Oh.
0: And that's why is there's this- so
1: many, there's so many versions of it in, like, Um, the Yeti, like the, there's so many, the the ibi go there's like, there are different versions of it that like go, like, I think one is in, um, is it Argentina? I don't know, like all around the world, like there's just, you know, in the Andes, like usually in mountainous regions, like, or very heavily forested regions, there are sightings or or lore about them. Yeah, Yeah,
0: and I'm, Yeah, okay, got it. So it's supposed to be a species that no one's actually like that biologists haven't been able to actually see
1: or identify. Right. And like they've like there's been like hair and like footprints and all this stuff that's like supposed to be evidence, but it's not, it's usually just hair of like 13 other animals, 13 other species that we already have identified. The foots are usually typically like people fake it a lot, you know? Yeah. They fake evidence. So like there was one time where um someone said they had the corpse of a Bigfoot and so some scientists bought it for like thousands of dollars and it turned out to be like a gorilla suit oh god so yeah well that's that's what we're dealing with here yikes yeah
0: I that one is just not interesting to me at all but maybe I just haven't I don't know enough about the, the lore around Bigfoot to be interested but I'm like okay there's some big Species that we haven't actually like seen yet. Uh, okay, inter- <laughs> I, I'm like, who cares? I don't know. There's probably like tons of species we don't know about yet. Um, so I right. don't know why Bigfoot
1: is so interesting to people. I don't know. Maybe because like it's I, I don't know. People love Mothman. People love Goatman. A lot of man, animal man people out there. um I don't know chupacabra. Like I, I don't know why. Like I, what it is about about like supernatural beings that fascinates people that's something i'm like again like for me it's entertainment i don't believe these things exist but it would be cool if they did but you know the psychology behind i don't i don't quite know like why are people so fascinated by them is bigfoot supposed to have like supernatural powers no he's i mean he's just like no he's just like a big like Humanoid creature who can walk on two legs, who's like really big and strong. Smells. Um, that's about it. <laughs> ah, wow, I really couldn't fucking care
0: less. So, I know. But I mean, it's, it's, a, a, it's like some vi- like if I don't know does the Loch Ness monster kill people? Like, there's definitely like is there no. something interest? Yeah, then it, again, it's just like oh okay,
1: just some monster. Okay, ghosts also. Okay, this kind of goes against like you love lore. There's clearly a lot of legends about cryptids, but you're just like, do they kill people? No, not (laughs) interested. (laughs) Are they cool? Do they shoot lasers? Fuck off.
0: (laughs) I, yeah, I just can't. uh, But to me, there's not really like this spiritual element around cryptids that is interesting to me. Probably be, it may be that I'm like, being specious where it's like because they're not actually human mm-hmm. that maybe that
1: they're less interesting to me so hmm. that's I mean that's fair just it's it's very interesting it's like a <laughs> right pick and choose which things you the legends you care about which ones you don't that's yeah. fair um what about um so oh I guess I mean it's kind of part of it too so uh, you remember, I don't know if you do remember, did you ever watch Unsolved Mysteries with me? Oh, um, yes, I definitely did. Okay, do you remember, like, some of the episodes were about, like, supernatural, like, they were about, like, alien encounters, and also cryptids? Vaguely, vaguely,
0: I mean, what I remember about Unsolved Mysteries is that it was something we watched in the summer because it was like daytime rerun tv that uh, we only had access to when we were out of school or right. like on a sick day like you were homesick and you could watch unsolved mysteries so on lifetime uh, no less
1: that's what it was that's who bought the rights you know, lifetime. i think maybe i do
0: i do remember that but again very vaguely but i remember okay. you being really into it I mean, obviously, you like name dropped the host earlier in this episode, Robert
1: Stack. So um, he's super famous. Like, <laughs> he's a national I bet, treasure. I bet everybody
0: who is listening already knew that the host of Unsolved Mysteries was Robert Stack. Oh.
1: Well, if more of my friends did listen, then yes. But overwhelmingly, it is your friends listening at this point. So. <laughs> you got me there
0: oh well listeners uh do you believe in ghosts aliens have you seen unsolved mysteries uh tell
1: us we want to know i really do want to know i want to know how many people believe in ghosts how many believe in aliens and then the all the in between so yeah please write in well yeah so let's i guess we'll take a break and then when we come back we'll come into our uh, history segment so be right back
0: and we're back. Welcome back guys. Um Ellen, it is time for you to tell us a little bit about history. Or should we say history?
1: <laughs> I mean that oh, barely wow. applies to this story, but <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
1: oh, I really believe in history. I just hate
0: the, that that I mean, like, the etymology of history, I don't think has anything to do with gender. Like, it's like. His not,
3: yeah, his. also,
0: <laughs> so the got- that's what bothers me about it.
1: There's also, like, a lot of, like, the attributes of history, like, in, like, um, mythology or, like, ancient religions, it's typically ascribed to a woman, like, a goddess, so it has fucking, <laughs> it has fuck all to do with, like, with gender, but, uh. Yeah. So, and I mean,
0: obviously, the way that history has been constructed of late in our history because of white supremacy and patriarchy is fucked up. But I
1: don't think the issue is
0: the word history.
1: Right. Right. It's about, it's a band aid.
0: Her story is, it's it's not about his story. That's not what's happening here.
1: It also doesn't make sense to be high story, like, because there's not two S's in history.
0: (laughs) So it makes, Little this is two feminists telling
1: you that that's dumb. Yeah, so work on that, people. Anyway, work on your feminism. It's ever appalling. <laughs> Be better. This is a PSA. <laughs> <laughs> For all you feminists out there. Um, uh, anyway, so I, to stick with the theme of this episode, um, we're going to actually take it back to Jackson, um, to a urban legend that... I think most of our listeners might actually know certainly if like they grew up uh, being told or telling ghost stories. um, In J-Town. In Jackson. So Leah what do you know about the story of Little Mary?
0: Okay 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 okay. Well I remember being told um, stories in like elementary school about bloody mary Mm -hmm. and i feel like i heard i don't know like it was a story about if you say like bloody mary so many times in a mirror that she would appear or it was something like that Um, and i also heard that mary was buried in the cemetery that was down the street from our house Mm -hmm. and anyway that she was murdered she was a kid that's all i that's all I've got just like something about bloody Mary and little Mary and those kind of coming together okay am yeah, so I we'll, anywhere close
1: um kind of in the second half bloody Mary has nothing to do with it bloody Mary I think it's pretty <laughs> ubiquitous like I think that's yeah that's like a whole thing but little Mary um does refer to a little girl she's not buried in the cemetery n- near our house she's buried at Greenwood Cemetery which is like you know where Greenwood is no it's like the one that's near um you know on the parade route that we would do for marching band that's that cemetery yes yes. yeah that's i think it's called greenwood um i could be wrong there's a good chance um no you're wrong i know right it's crazy you know what the
0: consequence
1: is oh i was wrong it's not greenwood it's hillcrest memorial park it's hillcrest cemetery sorry, I always think it's called Greenwood for some reason, and I don't know why. I think there is a Greenwood Cemetery in Jackson. Um, no,
0: Probably because you're a horrible historian.
1: Probably, specifically about Jackson. <laughs> but really carry on. Yeah, so anyway, so you think, so you think the lore, or the urban legend is that Little Mary was murdered? And what? Yeah, I is guess so. It? Uh, yeah, that's all I've got. Okay, so the way the urban legend, here's like how I was told, is that um, much like other urban legends about burials back in the day, is that little Mary was murdered and what happened, or not murdered, I'm sorry, that she died. And what happened though, is that she was actually just asleep. And so instead of her uh, being dead in her casket, her mother had this vision that she was still alive. And so they dug up her grave and they found scratch marks on the lid of her. coffin. Oh, <gasps> yeah. no. Yeah. And like, and there's actually, like, there are some, like, if you ever see it, there are sometimes people would put bells on graves so that if a person was still alive, if they had been buried alive, they could ring the bell in the grave at like above their grave, they could pull on it. And then they would be, someone would come and rescue them. Um, Oh my God. There are a few instances of people being buried alive, but it's not, it wasn't super common. Like you can pretty you can usually tell when people are dead. Um, There's a great um, series on YouTube. It's called Ask a Mortician. And she actually does like, she has a YouTube video covering that, like being buried alive. And like what it, why there's like this fear. so I highly recommend she's great. She's very funny. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's the story that I heard and that that at that her a grave site, she at night, if you visited her grave at night, she would come and she would haunt you because you were oh. disturbed you were disturbing her grave. So that's what I heard. Um, but uh, it's actually not okay, so there was a little girl named Mary. And she did die um can you if you're if you're guessing how old so we know from our first episode how old is jackson sorry I, we're gonna have to cut right
0: now because lid is totally fucking inter- 1829
1: good job you remember that because we talked about that in the first episode so what, right. when when do you think the story of little mary when do you think it actually happened and when do you think it became an urban legend?
0: Ooh, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the actual story is yet. So I feel like I have no context clues for when it would have happened. Uh, I guess, I mean, I guess, I, I guess I assumed people would have been living in Jackson before it was founded, but maybe that doesn't make sense. All right, mm-hmm. let's go with the 1860s.
1: Okay, that's kind of close. Well, remember earlier I showed you the, the, photo that mansion oh right that was owned by her grandfather who was actually mcnaughton who was one of the founders of jackson Uh by founders i mean colonizers who who helped establish the town of jackson yeah so he that's the mansion that sounds like a cool guy yeah he was he was he did quite a bit he was like a real estate developer a medical doctor Um, a manufacturer like he was like jack of all trades trades. yeah so yeah he came around pretty early in like so he came around in like the 1830s um little mary was born in 1884 yeah okay later yeah so it's really kind of an interesting because kind of interesting story because i think much like most urban legends or ghost stories it's kind of like it's based a little bit in fact like in historical fact but i think the historical fact is a lot more interesting than the like record like the i mean, sorry the legend Mm -hmm. because so she was born to like this very prominent family um he was also sorry he was also a railroad developer which for all you jacksonites out there you know that the railroad is a huge component or was a huge component of Jackson at one time um unfortunately now not not in its glory days right now um and he was also like a state senator um but that was her so her grandfather was Moses A. McNaughton and um he was the mayor of Jackson when she was born which I think is kind of cool um now the mansion that he lived in was on Trail Street which I don't know if a lot of people know where that is but that's nearby um the hospital and kind of near Jackson High. Like it goes towards there, but it's nearby the Jackson hospital. Or like um what is it called now? Henry Ford. It's had, it's had like 50 names <laughs> since I've been alive. So I don't think that's true at all. I think it's literally had
0: two names but let's move on. Oh three. I was gonna, carry on. Thank you. Let's not Ellen. What? Let's let's not dwell here. <laughs> let's not dwell in
1: hospital names. Yeah. Um <laughs> Anyway, so the, so as you might be aware, um, medicine was not so great back before modern medicine and by modern medicine, I mean like 20th century. So, so we're talking like leeches. No, we're not talking about leeches. Um, it's a little too far back in time, but thank you. No, no, no. Um, diphtheria and and, uh, typhoid. Okay. So, you see, you've probably heard of typhoid Mary. So like but typhoid. Sure was a, yeah, typhoid was a huge problem. So there's a, a typhoid outbreak in Jackson. And so Mary with her mother and her sisters escaped the city. Um, but unfortunately, uh, Mary did get sick with something else. She succumbed to another uh um illness, which resulted in her like appendix rupturing. So no. she died, unfortunately. She was only eight years old. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She was only seven years old. Um, and so she died of uh, periantitis. For all our doctors out there, you know what that is. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Mark and James, I bet you know what that is. Excuse me, Dr. Mark Kluke and Dr. Dave Dodge know what that is. <laughs> how, how dare you not yeah. give them their titles? You're right. You're um, right anyway so so she died and she was buried in the family plot which is at a diff, which is at um, Hillcrest um and oh i'm sorry no it didn't used to be Hillcrest I, I apologize uh it's it was called Oaks Cemetery and then she moved, was moved to Hillcrest Memorial Park um which some of you may be familiar with if you've been around Jackson um i forget where it's nearby I feel like there, it's a no man's land. It's not near anything. It's out. it's right outside. I think
0: of it is near the
1: Oh really. I think of it as near the Taco Bell, but I think of a different That's not the same cemetery. Cemetery. No. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. I don't think so. Well let's
0: I, not geography well
1: either. <laughs> once again, geography, not my thing. Um certainly <laughs> not for my hometown. Um anyway, so that's so that's kind of where it ends like uh, her, his, her death is not recorded in Jackson, but then again, she didn't die in Jackson. So it's possible that she, 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 was, she died in Brighton, Michigan. Um, yeah. So, but there's no record of her death, um, but that's pretty much where the story ends. And then suddenly it starts to take a turn and it starts to become an urban legend. Again, it's like where the whole, like her mother, Wakes up and uh, you know thinks that she's been buried alive or something like that, and then you know that you when you go apparently the actual legend is that if you go to the graveyard at night you can hear little Mary scratching at the lid and crying to be let out. That's the legend, oh. and it's been going on for a long time. Like so, actually, unfortunately, her grave site was vandalized quite a lot during the 1970s so so since then they've had people kind of you know keeping uh tabs on it and it's been I think there's now if not if not a uh like gate around it um there's always like security because that's something that I heard about when I was also in elementary school it's like in the 90s so it's it's gone on for a hundred years now I wonder I do wonder if now children still hear about it but every time I right. talk to my friends, that's one of the stories that they always talk about.
0: So yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, I do. We have any idea when that lore started? Like when the legend
1: came came about? Uh, yeah. So apparently, the first time it started to like come about was when the family left. So the McNaughtons. Like, if you, if Jackson listeners if you're not familiar with the last name, like you think that that should be like a Withington or Sparks or or a Sharp or something. It's because they left. They left pretty shortly after her death in 1907. And it seems right about the time that they left is when the urban legend started that like, they had to like take her mother and leave because she was so, she wouldn't stop going to try to dig up her daughter. So, but there's no, there's obviously no record of an exhumation, you know, that no, no one's ever disturbed the grave to try to do anything to it. I mean, like I said, it's been vandalized graffiti and stuff, but it's, there's, you know, for all accounts and purposes, she is buried there, but oh. yeah. But yeah, so it started in like around 1910 and then just kept going. And then it huh. really picked up steam in the 1970s.
0: Hmm. I wonder why.
1: I don't know. It's an interesting... It's an interesting phenomenon. Like you, it's it's a wonder about like what, what was going on in the 1970s, or certainly like how is it how is it still perpetuated from the 1910s to the 1970s? Like it must have been passed down. How did right. it evolve? And then, yeah, why was there such a fever pitch in the 1970s? So, I mean, hmm. maybe yeah, this is a prime time for ghost stories.
0: It's possible. I, I don't actually know, like Vietnam or
1: something. Oh, that's that's also possible. I think I mean I'm actually I don't know. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm really trying to think about do you think anti-war sentiment or just like death? Like kind of Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think about yeah, just like the kind of being really preoccupied with death thinking of like the new york times headline like god is dead like i just wonder if there's some sort of like just general morose yeah ethos hanging over the country at the time and if folks then transfer that into the paranormal
1: oh it's interesting i don't know that's kind of like oh and you i, I did want to say you were right it is the it is the cemetery down from our house hillcrest is the one <gasps>
0: no fucking way you're right yeah wow wow i really did not know that that was true i expected that that was just a story i heard but
1: huh. no you're right and i think greenwood i think it's called greenwood acre i'm gonna it's gonna kill me i feel like i see it it's right. it's anyway it's right outside downtown jackson is where greenwood or wherever the fuck the, where, the yeah, one with all taco the taco War. no the civil war one no it's near taco bell Why would there, why would it be near, you're talking about the one that's under the (laughs) overpass?
0: No, like, yeah, like,
1: yeah, over the overpass. No, that's not, that's not the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of one that's huge and like has civil war and American, um, like not revolutionary war, but like uh, all the wars. It's like a lot of where a lot of soldiers are buried.
2: Hmm.
1: Anyway, I'll never know. We'll we'll never know, listeners, sorry. (laughs) But yes you were right that hillcrest so isn't it crazy that we were we were close by where little mary was buried yeah i mean it's It's interesting
0: that i really didn't hear the traditional lore around it but i did get the cemetery right
1: i think that's kind of what happens like when you it's kind of like a game of telephone when it comes to legends so yeah but it i don't think it ever went past her leaving. like it's not like she haunts jackson it's that she, she, it's she haunts that cemetery, right? And she's in grave, right? And mm-hmm. apparently, like they do give, they used to give tours because a lot of um, the people who kind of founded Jackson are built are, um, sorry, are buried in Hillcrest, um, and uh, like so, it's like they give they gave Gilded Age tours, like people of the Gilded Age. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's where Withington is buried. In any case so um i would not have expected that no no that cemetery because it's just kind of right off the highway now it is it's a it's in a very odd place for like a cemetery it is weird to see when you right off when you get off 94 and then you look to your left yes and then again there are a lot of weird places that cemeteries exist can i tell you about one other one No, this isn't a history one this is just like a very funny one okay and this is in jackson michigan Have you ever heard of the grave of Mr. Chicken, the plastic-legged rooster? (laughs) No. No. So, uh, this was a rooster. Like, this was an actual rooster. And who was unfortunately the victim of an accident. Who was given plastic legs so that he could continue to live. What? And he's buried... In Jackson, Michigan. Wow. His name was Mr. Chicken. And apparently he was a very popular person in Jackson. Um, like as in When like, were
0: they? Hmm? Oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, as in like, and I don't mean just like popular in Jackson, Michigan. I mean, as in like the story of this rooster was told as far as like South Africa. Like this made international news yeah and
0: unfortunately, when were they giving chickens plastic legs
1: so essentially it was just like apparently a, a veterinarian um was like very was trying he was like also like was friends with the physical therapist and much like people who receive prosthetics fashioned plastic legs for a rooster wow and so, unfortunately, so he was found in 1996, but unfortunately he died six months later. Do you want to guess how he died? You'll. I don't think you'll get this, but do you want to guess? I don't. Okay. He was mauled to death by a raccoon. Oh, oh. wow. After all that. Well, he was trying to, he was trying to protect the chickens, the female chickens in his pen. Wow. And so wow. Uh, he's buried at a, uh, in the, in a cemetery at, next to a um, veterinarian's office in Jackson, and uh, you can visit his grave today. Wow, Mr. Chicken. Mr. Chicken.
0: Wow, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna Google this after we talk, just to verify this as a fact, but.
1: If you want to, I can send you, I can send you where I'm looking at it. There's, it was, it was published in Newsweek magazine. That's oh wow so, I, I like the receipts so actually I mean I would love to since I know we're going to put on Instagram poll but if if anybody has any ghost stories or like you know encounters yeah. with the paranormal I would love uh, to hear it and because the majority of you know how to get co- in contact with Lee and I if you would if you could just like record yourself uh telling your ghost story please yeah. please do so and we will feature it in the next podcast, we're going to start trying to do features where we rec- have someone record a very short story and place it in here. So if you'd like to be in the next episode of the podcast, uh, please do that. You can either send it to Leah or you can send it to me. It doesn't have to be very long. Um, it also doesn't have to be funny. You can just be entertaining. And uh, yeah, so, but I think that, that oh, so I, I guess like the last thing is our social media shout outs. So, well, Never mind, we're not doing those. No, I just
0: don't have one.
1: But if you have one, (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay. You shook your head. Um. Um. So mine is in honor of Passover. Um. Mine has to do with uh a Instagram account that helps people or teach people Yiddish, and it's just very fun. Like they just put up like words or terms. Um, and it's I don't know how to pronounce it, um, but it is y- the at Yiddish so and then so Y I D D I S H and then I S T K E. Um, I don't think that's Yiddishkeit. I don't think so. Anyway, so they that's a great uh, ep- um, Instagram to follow. They've been teaching me Yiddish. Obviously, it has not stuck but um, I appreciate them and I really love their content so yeah Um, and it's also Passover even though Yiddish doesn't have much to do with Passover. Um, I figured it would be apropos to bring up something Jewish this time around. So how about you Leah? Do you have your social media shout out? I do, I do. Um,
0: This is possibly an account that listeners already follow but i just want to give a shout out to somebody who always makes me laugh on instagram uh which is benny drama seven or benito skinner oh yeah just it does really just very funny he's a comedian and he's gay and does very funny Uh, sketches and bits on Instagram I mean probably on other social media too but that's where I follow him so Mm -hmm. uh yeah Benny drama seven check him out
1: nice oh I think that about wraps it up
0: um thanks y'all let us know send us a video or not a video an audio recording and
1: yeah maybe your voice will show up in
0: our next episode Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so thanks for listening everyone and we'll uh see you next week
0: Bye. Kisses. Love you.